Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into the antidote to negative emotions. We're going to look at how you can squash your crazy thoughts, calm your emotions and take back your power. Now, First of all, it's really important for me to say that it is totally normal to have a wide range of different negative emotions during your breakup. So whatever your individual situation, there are going to be times where you feel overwhelmed, anger, sadness, guilt. You may be going through betrayal, loneliness. You may have a fear of the future. You may be frustrated, confused. Some of you may even be feeling relieved. It can seem at times that there is no light at the end of the tunnel and things can become so stressful that you really don't know which way to turn. Now, I've been there when my husband decided he no longer wanted to be married to me. I was devastated. I was flung into a midst of a roller coaster of negative emotions. One minute feeling angry, the next minute feeling sad, the next minute feeling lonely and terrified of the future, as well as being scared of being a single parent, wondering if I'd ever find anyone that I would love in the same way that I'd love my ex. So I know what it's like, which is why these techniques and strategies that I used help me through. And that's why I'm sharing it with you, because I know they work. So it's super important, guys, to watch out for destructive patterns that you might be running. Now, we may be doing this unconsciously, okay, because we don't want to feel those negative emotions. So what we do is stuff our emotions, okay? And that means stuff them down so you distract yourself so you're not allowing yourself to feel. So common ways that you may stuff those emotions down are maybe drinking, Maybe you're having, instead of a glass of wine at night, you're drinking a whole bottle. This is when you change your behavior. So these destructive patterns start to take over. You lean on them as a crutch. Um, Maybe you're partying more. Maybe you're having lots more sex than before. Maybe you're taking drugs. These are all very, very popular avoidance techniques for dealing with your breakup. But the challenge I have with this is that they don't help you with your recovery. They're not going to help you move forward. In fact, lack of sleep, using alcohol and drugs can actually lead to depression and enhance those negative feelings. So it can make things a lot worse. Now, there's other ways of stuffing your emotions, which may appear to be healthier, like going to the gym. I've got a client right now who gets up really early in the morning to go to the gym and then he goes to work. He works a full day and then he comes back. He goes back to the gym again and then he goes to the pub for a drink. Now, this is classic avoidance. It is exercising really hard, which, of course, is to some degree healthy. And some people might think, well, that's a positive thing. But actually, he's exhausted. You know, he's not sleeping well. He's exercising so much. And also in the evenings, he doesn't want to be on his own. 
So he is avoiding going back to his house. So that's why he's going out drinking. Now he can be out late with that. And again, the knock-on effect the next day isn't great. You know, alcohol can really make you feel quite depressed at times. So be really aware consciously. And that's the idea of my podcast, Heartbreak to Happiness, guys, is to shine a light on the behaviors that you're running, the patterns and the strategies that you have to help you cope. Because most of these we learn unconsciously and we do them unconsciously. We're not even aware that we are doing them. So my job as your coach is to shine a light on them and move them from your unconscious behavior to your conscious mind. Because once you are aware of what you're doing, then you can make decisions. Then you can harness them and control them. You can do less of them or you can do more of them. But at least you're consciously aware and you're making better informed decisions. Okay? So, Please don't worry, there are many different ways to deal with these negative emotions. And I'm going to show you a few techniques in this episode. Now, try them all and see what works for you. Everybody's different. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone reacts differently. Only last week, I had three women come into my clinic who were all dealing with their partner running off with somebody else. Okay, so they were all going through betrayal and an affair. The first lady was angry. I mean, we're talking proper rage. She was absolutely livid and screaming and shouting at her ex and refusing to sign divorce papers, refusing to move forward. The second lady was devastated. She was sobbing. She had not got out of her tracksuits, her joggers for weeks on end. She just couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. She was so sad and spent most of her days crying. Now, the third lady actually bounced into my clinic and she sat down and said her husband was having an affair and it was the best thing that had ever happened because it was like her get out of jail free card. She felt that she had been released from this marriage, that she'd been unhappy in for a very long time and she didn't look like the bad person because he had had an affair. So it opened a door for her to walk through and she'd taken that opportunity. So she was relieved, but she was stuck. She didn't know how to move forward. She needed some help from me to coach her on what the next steps would be to power through that acceptance stage that we talked about in a previous episode. So you can see that everybody deals differently with the same situation. So that's why I'm saying to you, test out everything I'm saying, because some of it will resonate more strongly with you than others. And I want you to find the solution that works for you. So importantly, give yourself a break please be kind to yourself, okay? We can be our own worst enemy sometimes, right? And beat ourselves up and berate ourselves over, well, what if I'd done this and what if I'd done that and I'm not coping very well and I'm not strong enough. Please be kind. Give yourself a break. This is a tough situation. You are going to go through a little bit of a roller coaster while you adjust to learning these techniques that puts you back in control of your life again. Okay, so know it's okay to be exactly where you are right now as well, because where you are is where you need to be, and you will get through this, okay? So just relax, take some deep breaths, don't push yourself too hard, and even though it can be scary, I promise you will be okay, and you will get through this. So first of all, I'm going to give you the antidote to feeling bad. That's the antidote to negative emotions, okay? So what is it? Well, the antidote to feeling bad is, wait for it, gratitude. 
Now, gratitude calms the mind and it de-intensifies those negative emotions. It dials them down, if you like. If you imagine you have a dial in your brain and you can just dial down those negative emotions, a very simple, easy tool to start to dial down those emotions is gratitude. I'm going to show you how you can harness the power of gratitude right now, okay? I want you to write a list of all the things that you feel grateful for right now. Okay, those things that make you feel happy could be small things like the sun shining this morning and feeling it on your skin. It could be your kids. It could be your health. It could be something you've bought recently that just makes you smile. It could be a friend. Anything that you are grateful for right now in your life, I want you just to make a note of it. Now, this is super important because it changes your focus from the things that are hurting you, which is so easy to get caught up on, on this emotional roller coaster that you're on right now. So this is a really useful tool when you are feeling very low or sad, whether you're angry, whether you're just feeling stuck. In order to help you move forward, this is one tool that I want you to put in your toolkit and have to hand whenever you're feeling low. And I want you to test it out, okay? I want you to test this out and I want you to see how it will dial down your dial. So for example, if you are currently nine out of 10 on sadness, okay, maybe you're feeling devastated about your breakup and you're struggling to cope, then write your gratitude list. And I want you to focus on that, push all other thoughts away. Now they are going to try to get back in your head, but I want you to just push them away and focus back on your gratitude list. And then I want you to notice how that has dialed down from a nine to an eight to a seven. It will make a shift. It will change how you feel because your focus is now on things that make you feel good. Okay. So I want you to have that to hand because that is a very powerful antidote. I'm going to use it. I'm going to give you lots of different tools here that you can stack up together. The key here is to make them simple and easy to use, okay? Things that you can do whilst you're feeling nine out of 10 sadness or nine out of 10 angry, okay? Or 10 out of 10 even. I want to give you a toolkit that you are actually able to use and implement straight away. So this very simple technique about gratitude is very powerful when you add it to everything else that we're gonna be talking about. Okay, so have your list ready. I would keep it somewhere you see often because it's all about interrupting those times when you get into that negative state. But it's also about reminding you and retraining your brain to focus on more positive things that genuinely light you up from inside and make you feel grateful and happy and make you smile. Okay. So a good place I always find to put that list is on a post-it note stuck on your bathroom mirror where you brush your teeth twice a day because you're going to see it. And on some level, it will register, whether you're consciously focusing on it and reading it or just catching it out the corner of your eye. It will be powerful. Okay. So that's the first tool that I'm sharing with you on this episode. Write your gratitude list. Okay. Now, the next stage that is really important is when we feel negative emotions, very often it is a complete overwhelm. It will be a complete mix and muddle of just feeling terrible. So you might say to your friends, I'm devastated, I'm overwhelmed, I just feel horrendous, life is horrific right now, I heard yesterday. Life is horrific. So we use these words which are very general. Now the challenge with being general, whilst that's how it feels in that moment, is that you can't isolate those 
individual controlling negative emotions. And you have a lot more power over it if we break it down. So what I want you to think about is to break it down into individual negative emotions that you're experiencing. So that might be sadness, betrayal, fear, loneliness, whatever it is for you right now. Okay. And it might be easier just to do a complete brain dump of all those negative emotions on a piece of paper, just so that it's out of your head and on a piece of paper. And then I want you to pick your top three controlling negative emotions. So these are the ones that stick with you the most, that maybe upset you the most, that has the most negative control over you. So it might be that you're fearful of the future. So fear might be your one, or it might be that you're really lonely. So pick the ones that you would really like to dial down right now, the ones that you want to dial down that dial to make it easier for you to cope, okay? Remember that even a shift from a 10 to a 9 or a 9 to an 8 or a 9 to a 7, just any shift downwards is going to make a massive difference on your ability to cope, okay? It's going to take you from that complete overwhelm, feeling stuck, feeling so sad and devastated to feeling a little bit more in control, okay? And that means you're going to be able to do a little bit more of your daily routine. You're going to be able to see through that fog just a little bit clearer. You're going to get a little bit more momentum. And that's what I want for you. I want to give you that momentum to start to tip that balance so you start to reclaim your life and feel good again. So you're close to it, guys. And these are the steps I want you to take. So write your list of the negative controlling emotions. And then I want you to circle the top three, the ones that really you want to work on the most. Now, isn't it interesting that as human beings, when we're fearful of something, what do we tend to do? We tend to run away fast in the opposite direction. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to talk about it. We just want to avoid it. We want to stuff it down like we talked about earlier, and we want to pretend it's really not happening. However, when you run away from your fears, they have a nasty habit of following you around, and that results in stress, worry, anxiety, because you don't have clarity And when you don't have clarity, it makes it very, very hard to make a well-informed decision, okay? So what I want for you, and I know it sounds counterintuitive, is I want you to face your fears. Almost like standing up to the bully in the playground, you know? Someone's been bullying you for a long time and you've been running away and you've been scared to go to that certain place where you know you're going to bump into them. But then one day you do and you look them in the eye and you face up to them and you say... I'm not going to take this anymore. I want to, I'm not going to tolerate this. And what happens? The bully backs down. Now, the interesting thing here is this is the same as with your negative emotions and fears. When you face them, they dissipate. Now, I'm not saying they're going to disappear entirely the first time around. What I'm saying is they will dial down and you will be able to take a little bit more of your control back. Because at the moment, you're handing your control to the fear, and it's controlling you. Now, I always say in all my episodes of Heartbreak to Happiness that we control the remote control to our brain, okay? Remember that? And if you control the remote control to your brain, then you control that dial to dial down those negative emotions. And that's what we need to do. But you don't get there by running away and avoiding. You get there by stepping up and facing them. So, How can you do that? 
Well, I suggest you find a quiet space in your house, a time where you're not going to be interrupted, your phone is off, you are not distracted, you're not going to have the kids running in, just even for a couple of minutes, you can test this out. So find this space where it's safe, it's quiet, you won't be interrupted. And then what I want you to do is I want you to focus on the fear, the fear, one of those top three fears. Okay, pick one, we'll start with one. And I want you to jump into that. Imagine like it's a fluffy cloud full of, for example, let's pick loneliness. I want you to jump into that fluffy cloud of loneliness and I want you to really face it. What does it look like? How do you feel? Where do you feel it? What do you hear? Are there certain words, certain phrases? I really want you to face it, like I said, the bully in the playground, stand up to it and just really experience it full on. What does loneliness really represent? Instead of pushing it away, I want you to welcome it because I want you to explore it and I want you to see what exactly it is. Now, you may at the beginning only be able to tolerate that for a few seconds and that's okay. As you practice this, you may be able to do it for a little bit longer, maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And that is enough. You don't need to do it any longer than that. And I definitely don't want you feeling like you get stuck in that. So jump in. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What will life be like if you get stuck here and you never move through it? What will life be like in one year's time? What will your life be like in five years time? How old will you be? And if you're still carrying this negative emotion, whether it's loneliness or sadness or anger with you, what impact has that had on your life? Who else has that impacted? Do you have children? Do you have friends? Are there other relationships like work colleagues, maybe job prospects? What else will be affected if you drag this around and don't deal with it? So I want you to dip in, have a look, get to know it, and then dial that down and you'll find that will happen. And then after you've done that, I want you to jump out, okay? After experiencing it, facing it, feeling it, come back out of that emotion. I want you to grab that gratitude list that we wrote earlier. And I want you to focus on that, all the things that make you feel good, all the things that make you feel happy. Now, it might be a short list at the moment as you can't really feel or appreciate things, but there will be some things that you value, some things that you care about deeply. And those are the things that I want you to shift your focus. And just for a few minutes, just focus your full attention on those fully. What's on the list? What does it feel like? Why does it make you feel good? Okay. I want you to build that muscle to dip into that controlling negative emotion, face it, and then dip out, but be able to pick yourself up by refocusing your brain on something more positive that makes you feel good. And I want you to know what that is so that you can do this in a heartbeat. You can recognize when you start to feel low and pull yourself out. These are really, really powerful tools and they will help you power through your breakup. So as you do that with each of those negative controlling emotions, even for 10 seconds each, you will start to realize that actually when you face your biggest fears, they don't have as much control over you anymore because they're not as scary. And if there are issues in there that you find that you still are worried about, then put a plan together to overcome that. Maybe speak to an expert who's on your breakup support team list that we talked about in a previous episode. Maybe ring up somebody to get an answer that will help you feel better or address that specific issue that's controlling you. Because remember, getting clarity will help you dial down those negative emotions. 
facing your fears will help you dial down those negative emotions, experience it, facing it head on and being brave. And I know I'm asking you to dig deep, but by doing that, you will take back your power because you're no longer the victim running away from something. You are stepping up, you are taking action, you're facing it, even for a short space of time. And just by doing that, you are dialing it down, as well as having the tool to just dial down that negativity by focusing on things you are truly grateful for. So in this episode, we've looked at the antidote to negative emotions and how you can squash your crazy thoughts by facing them and calm your emotions by just identifying them specifically and not being afraid to jump in and fully experience what it would be like to feel that way. You take back your power that way. And this is how with these small steps and stacking these tools together, you start to reclaim your life and get back in the driving seat so you can move from heartbreak to happiness. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sarah Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sarah's gift. Then join us on the next episode.